You mean I get a dachshund, a wiener dog with wheels or hind legs and can help me blow stuff up and a alligator. That's my buddy that I can dress up and he'll attack future characters for me. Can you believe this shit? It's E3 time. Hello and welcome to episode 191 of Under the Call of MS, a What's in the Bag episode number two. Biggie episodes, part two of two. But yeah, E3 is on, so I'm trying to get these out of the way because I want to talk about E3. Start a little video gaming section segment here because video games are good for our brains, good for MS, so. I will be getting to that later this week, but for now, we're doing part two of two. Biggie, big, big episodes of of things coming out in the future. Uh, I will get back to you in a second with all the goodies you can spend your money on. All right. The item you've been waiting to hear about that I left you hanging with was King the Conqueror number one by Marvel Comics. The origin of Kang, the man called Kang the Conqueror, has been a pharaoh, a villain, a warlord of the spaceways, and even, on rare occasions, a hero. Across all timelines, one fact seemed absolute. Time means nothing to Kang the Conqueror, but the truth is more complex. Kang is caught in an endless cycle of creation and destruction, dictated by time, and previously unseen by any but the conqueror himself. Cycle that could finally explain the enigma that is Kang, and the cycle that begins and ends with an old and broken Kang, sending his younger self down a dark path. Now this character I never had no interest in and then we did that little uh, spider pig thing, and somehow from the goofy kangaroo king in there, I learned a little bit more about King the Conqueror. So this one I might jump on. I have a feeling maybe we might even see it as a club pick. I, I'm not sure, but I think a few people are going to be jumping on that series when it starts. And then we got Ken Reed's Football Funnies First Half by Rebellion Comics. From 1970 to 1974, famed British comic artist Ken Reed drew a number of football-related humor strips for Scorcher and Score. The first time that many of these uproarious strips have been reprinted. Football Funnies includes the first two years of those strips, such as Sub, Manager Matt, Hugh Fowler, and the Football Forum Pundits. I remember these from my sports cards collecting days. I remember them being pretty decent, so check those out if you're interested. Bring back some memories. Yeah, Killer Queens number one by Dark Horse Comics. Meet Max and Alex, reformed intergalactic assassins for hire, on the run, 
also super gay. Their former boss, a fluffy monkey with a jetpack, is hot on their trail to take back his stolen ship. They gotta eat, so they take a mission from Alex's old flame. Your standard no-kill, casualty-free kidnapping recovery from a nearby moon. Only complication? Half the moon is ruled by a fascist dictator hostile to foreigners. They're the killer queens. So what could possibly go wrong? Join rising star David M. Boohur. Okay. And all LGBTQ creative team as they tackle issues of love, xenophobia, and the terror of fascist dictatorships in this hilarious sci-fi epic. Sounds interesting. You got, with the whole Spawn event that's been going on, of course, they're going to keep bringing new runs popping on left and right to jump on this whole new setup. We got King Spawn number one by Image Comics and Todd McFarlane Productions. A historical new ongoing Spawn series begins. The launch of this book, nearly three decades in the making, further expands the Spawn universe with a growing presence of hell, heaven, and heroes here on Earth. A classic villain from Spawn's past has begun asserting his powers on Earth by corrupting as many souls as possible. And only Spawn knows that he even exists. Continuing the dramatic battles from Spawn's universe number one, this is where it all begins. Don't miss out. The last time a new ongoing Spawn series launched was in 1992. And that thing is still popular to this day, so... Yeah. I will definitely be jumping on the first round of these. I just hope we get to see some more of the covers, see some more entries. I want to know. For some reason, the Todd McFarlane covers never come out before I place my order. And I want to see what the I, – I just end up pretty much ordering those because I don't want – I don't like the reality-looking covers and stuff. So. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting – this damn new Spawn series started. I got a couple things already ordered for it. So. Kiss can't leave things alone. You got Kiss Phantom Obsession number one by Dynamite Entertainment. Kiss comics are back. Oh, yay. <laughs> Dynamite proudly presents the best because you wanted the best. Kiss in Phantom Obsession. Darius Cho is the richest man in existence and the most reclusive. Too many? He's a ghost, a phantom. Whilst others believe he doesn't exist and is actually a front for a maze of companies and consortiums. Truth is, he does exist, and he's a KISS fan. KISS are hired by Cho to play a private party, and from there... Cho's obsession takes center stage. And it's the fight of the band's life, featuring the most metal of heavy metals covers by superstar artist Jay Lee, Stuart Seguir, Tim Seeley, series artist Seller, and a special photo cover featuring the one and only Legends of the 
Rock and Roll Kiss, Ian Edgington is a British comic book writer known for his work on such titles as X-Force. But yeah, if you're a Kiss fan, check it out. I know there's supposedly a bunch of Kiss fans out there because they keep producing it. Or Gene just won't let it go. But <laughs> and I got a variety of Kiss things to go in there. Kiss comics are all right, uh, even when they do crossovers and stuff. But it's just some things get overdone. I want more ICP comics instead. <laughs> Knock 'em dead trade paperback by Aftershock Comics. Sometimes you kill, sometimes you get killed. But no matter what, everyone dies the first time they go on stage. Friar Bryce has always wanted to be funny. And now he's taken the plunge and started doing stand-up comedy. Unfortunately, his older sister, Ronan, wants her brother to stop daydreaming and focus on his future. Pryor is determined to succeed. The only problem is he totally sucks at stand-up. That is, until an accident changes everything, leading both Pryor and Ronan to discover comedy isn't all it's cracked up to be. Knock'em Dead is a supernatural horror about comedy brought to you by writer Elliot Raha and artist Mataya Monaco. Collects issues one to five. I don't know nothing about that run. I think I kind of remember it. Another funky, goofy, cool look, interesting looking character is Kono Saburashi Sakai Maguman, one seventh PVC figure, anime open edition by Chara Ani. And we will leave it there and get back to you with more items pretty quick. Okay, fans of the show or non fans. You can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it or leaving five stars and not liking it and tell us why. And we will let people know and we'll try and make it better for you. You can also click on support on my anchor page and donate and support the podcast. Or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation, you can send a donation to PayPal at KevinTheDuckPool at gmail.com. And you can see that in many of the show notes, the address. Uh, for fans inside the U.S. only, a $15 donation will get you a Gemini comic box with five random comics in it. A $30 donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope. 12 random comics in it and a hundred dollar donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it comics will be in fair to very good condition they may have been used on the podcast may have been unread may have been read just random comics out of my mixed boxes that i will be getting rid of to downsize and for our international listeners, since shipping's so rough and customs are a pain, I am going to offer two options 
the start and we'll see how it goes. But a $50 donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. So there's a comic deal. If you want to donate, help out the show. This will get me a little something and get you a little something also. Thanks. All right. Back to the things you may or may not need. Lady Death, she's trying to kill me the way it is. Got a lot of things constantly coming out. But Lady Death, Abandoned Hope, commemorative set. Boundless Comics. This bag set has copies of Lady Death, Abandon All Hope Commemoratives, number one half, and one to four, all five issues making up the entire series. So I know I didn't get, I don't think I got any of the individual ones, but I will be getting that. We got Lady Death Crossovers Commemorative set by Boundless Comics. This bag set has copies of the commemorative covers of Lady Death Lost Souls number zero, number one, and Lady Death She number zero and number one. Which I think I have most of those already. If not all of them. And then Lady Death Malevolent Decimation number one by Coffin Comics. I got Cool Ghidorah style Lady Death cover. But this special limited edition of Lady Death Malevolent Estimation number one features an homage cover with added on damage effects and artwork by Stephen Butler and graphics by Dan Feldmeer. Limited to just 400 copies. So I am going to have to see if my. And this is number one of two. So I'm going to see if our comic shop will get it or not. Otherwise, I will have to look for it in the future. And they also have a Lady Death Pandora She Gold Foil set. So if you missed out on those, you can get that. And then we have Lester of the Lesser Gods One Shot by Albatross Exploding Funny Book. This one, we got uh, Lester of the Lester of the Lesser Gods. Lester has no friends and no life. That is, until Satan unleashes the apocalypse. No longer is he a 32-year-old, 300-pound LARPer who lives with his mother. A mother who constantly reminds him of his lowly conception in a biker bar bathroom. But Mama didn't get that gimpy hip from knocking boots with any old biker. Twas a god. And Satan shall suckle his knuckle. Huzzah! And for the Hardcore Collector Special Edition Cardstock Cover by Gideon Kendall. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's another goofy one. Have to check it out. Life Formed Number One by Scout Comics. Orphaned in the wake of an alien invasion, eleven-year-old Cleo must leave behind the life she knew 
to fight for her own survival and the Earth's future with the help of a rebel alien posing as her dad. Cleo learns how to survive and strike back against the invaders, battling their way through the wreckage of the apocalypse. These two unlikely companions on, under what it means to be human, and search for reasons to fight on. Enjoy the first issue of this nonstop title, followed by the entire story collected soon after in one volume. So that's going to be a full run. And we got Lily Van Helsing Graphic Novel Adventures by Van Ryder Games. In this graphic novel adventure, you'll take on the role of Lily Van Helsing, a young monster hunter working for the Silent Night Securities Company. It is up to you to keep your clients safe from werewolves, vampires, and other things that go bump in the night. A new way in graphic novel form to experience the kind of game books popularized years ago. It's your choices, your adventure, and your story. I'm glad to see that they're bringing back the old game book style. Make your own adventure. Those are always fun. And you're starting to see more and more of them popping up lately. They have Lucky Double number one by Dark Horse. A down-on-his-luck schlub is possessed by a malevolent demon. Just when he thinks things can't get worse, the exorcism goes wrong, and he finds that somehow he's retained all of the entity's supernatural gifts. After a path of revenge on all the people that have wronged him, he begins to gather worshippers and form a cult. But the legions of hell don't take kindly to this, and they send demonic agents to murder the schlub-turned-god before he gains too much power. For fans of the Six-Gun, Harold County, and Lock and Key. Okay. Mafiosa trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Starting to go a little horse here. <laughs> At the height of the roaming twenty, roaring twenties, the daughter of a mafia boss is determined to rise to prominence in her family's business. Nicoletta has aspirations to join her brothers in the family business, an organized crime syndicate running the streets of Brooklyn. Though her father objects, and a crisis ensues. Nicoletta takes it upon herself to prove she has what it takes. Moving steadfastly into a world of brutality, New York has a new player in town, and they ain't seen nothing yet. Combining the romanticism of the Roaring Twenties and Nicoletta's journey into the brazen violence of mafia-dominated New York. Mafio Mafiosa sets the status quo ablaze with style, class, and a smoking barrel. There's something new for the Mafia band. Been a while since they had something come out. Magic the Gathering, they got the Volume 1 hardcover coming out. 
for the run that started up, I've only I just recently talked about the first issue where I got the unseen cover thing. It was a fun, interesting issue. So I could be reading the rest of that storyline. And we got Maria Lovett's Porcelain Number One by Ablaze Media. Really, they have a really cool looking cover. Uh, with a cat and a bunch of skulls and stuff around her ribcage. First Ablaze brought you the surreal, bewitching tale of Maria Lovett's Eros Psyche. Now comes Porcelain. Burrell's, Burrell's life in the desert, living with her aunt and her cat, is relatively simple. Until the day she finds and enters the dollhouse. Stuck inside an ever-changing mystery house that hunts children and turns them into dolls. Beryl goes on a psychedelic journey where she must face the notion of her own limitations and move past them. Before she becomes the building's newest prey. Porcelain is a labyrinth of psychologically thrilling experience told in a way that only acclaimed creator Maria Lovett from Faithless Heartbeat, loud, eros, psyche, and tell it. Uh, I just love that damn cover. Uh, I might get the issue number one just for that, but we will see. Then Nightcrawler fans, Marvel Animated has a Nightcrawler statue from Diamond Select. That's pretty cool looking. They also have a Marvel Contest of Champions, Doctor Strange. One-tenth PVC statue from from PVS Collectibles, or PCS Collectibles. And they have a Marvel Contest of Champions Venom Pool, one-tenth scale PVC statue from PCS Collectibles. And Deadpool fans, there's a Marvel Deadpool, an Android character from the Good Smile Company, or Deadpool's Ryan Pink Unicorn. Yeah, Marvel Future Fight Wolverine, one-tenth statue by PCS Collectibles. And from Diamond Select, you have the Marvel Gallery PS5 Miles Morales PVC statue. Really cool looking. A lot of great looking statues and stuff for your shelves. And we'll get back to more goodies in the near future. We're back. Hey, we got Marvel WandaVision special by Titan Books. If you are missing the series and you want to take a look back at everything that happened, get yourself prepared for anything coming in the future. We have Marvel's Voices Identity Number One, one shot by Marvel Comics. Celebrating the greatest Asian superheroes and creators from across the Marvel Universe, some of the best Asian superheroes in comics are getting the spotlight in this special action-packed and heartfelt issue. Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, Jubilee, Silk, Jimmy Woo. Come celebrate these amazing and legendary heroes. This one I'm going to probably pick up. I'm... Really enjoying the new new artwork styles and stuff that are popping up with these. See what happens. 
We got Menagerie number one by Second Sight Publishing. When a research outpost on the edge of the galaxy is captured, a team of lethal space operators heeds the call to rescue the who's who of civilian scientists and researchers. But personal secrets and unexpected agendas bubble to the surface, and a mutiny sends the rescue mission light years off course to a new an unusual planet with unusual rules. I'd like a little more storyline. Let me know more about it, but it is one of five, so that's not too bad. Might check that out in the future. Yeah, Midnighter 2021 Annual Number One by DC Comics. The big finish to the adventure starting all the way back in the conclusion of Future State. Superman, Worlds of War. Midnighter traveled into the future to help get himself out of a jam, only to swap places with the future self, with his future self. Now the Midnighter from the future finds himself trapped in a paradox, working his way back to his one-time present to swap places again. Don't worry, if you're confused, so is he. Know nothing about this character. I will not be jumping on that one until I know more. Miles Morales, they're doing a Marvel's Tale. Tales number one for him. To add to the many Marvel's Tales comics out there. So jump on that if you're interested. And then also with Miles Morales. They have a Spider-Man Annual Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Fight at the Museum. Miles Morales is investigating a series of monster attacks in Brooklyn when he runs into Miss Marvel's friend and ally, Amulet. Together, they connect the monsters to a series of cursed magical objects. But who activated them? And why? And can Spider-Man and Amulet Find out before the monsters take them down, too. Also in this issue is part six of eight of the Infinite Infinite Fury. As all these are connecting together, which drives me crazy because I only want one of them so far. But if you like cute little collectible characters, they have the Miraculous Ladybug, Kwame, surprise minifigure blind mystery boxes coming out. And then, if you want to hear about a great and wonderful place, they have the Montana Diary One-Shot by Silver Sprocket. Ignat's award-winning cartoonist, Whit Taylor, the Nib, documents her road trip across Montana in this diary mini-comic, balancing millennial humor with resonant observations about the state's complicated history. Montana Diary tells a slice of America's story, knowing that you can't separate its wonder from its tragedy. I get this for the wife just because. It's nice that it's just a one shot. And then for the Muppets fans, a must-have in your collection. You gotta have Kermit, Miss Peggy, Fozzie, Gonzo. And then I'd say next up would be 
The Muppets Best of Series 3 Figure Assortment by Diamond Select. You got the whole Muppets band. And they got Animal in the gang. You got to have them. <laughs> if you got your collection going, you better put it with it. And Nightmare Before Christmas band. You got the Nightmare Before Christmas Graveyard Jack Head Knocker by NECA. Of course, it has to be a stupid heck head knocker. It's just like Jack coming out, sneaking out from behind the tombstone from the movie. And we got Nine Stones Number One by Behemoth Entertainment. Disturbing Dreams Shake Alistair Ellie Jacoby's Nights. But his daytime life is not much better. His father, the boss of a criminal organization, has decided that it's time for his son to gain experience in the underworld. So Ellie, 19, finds himself doing an internship in a convenience store run by the man who, under the cover of home deliveries, is selling drugs to the entire city. To teach him the job is Christopher, an older guy. The bond created between the two of them will give life to dark presences Disturbing and enigmatic premonitions. More gangster stuff for the gangster fans. Then I've been wanting to check this series out for a while and just haven't I just haven't got any yet. But you got Ninjas and Robots Trade Paperback Volume One by Keen Spot Entertainment. When Yuki Chichaba wakes without her memories and finds herself imprisoned on an island infested by murderous robots, she must rely on a lifetime of ninja training and the help of her shinobi friends to escape animals talk, androids float, and zen abouts and zen abounds in the action-packed punk rock manga indie hit in the first six issues of the ongoing series by Kubert School graduate Eric Klaus. Just, yeah, I've been wanting to check this out, so this, that would give me an excuse. Then Nintendo fans, they got Nintendo 2.5-inch figure assortment coming out by Jack Specifics. I'm sure you'll see all the figures eventually pop up because they still don't have the Kirby one in that set, so they definitely got to keep making them until they get the Kirby one. And we got Not All Robots, number one, by artist, writers, and artisans. In the year 2056, robots have placed human beings in the workforce. An uneasy coexistence develops between the newly intelligent robots and the 10 billion human humans living on Earth. Every human family is assigned a robot upon whom they are completely reliant. What could possibly go wrong? Meet the Walters, human family whose robot Razor Ball ominously spends his free time in the garage working on machines which they're pretty sure are designed to kill them. In this sci-fi satire from Mark Russell, the Flintstones and Second Coming, and Mike Beato Jr., The Amazing Spider-Man and the Resistance. Uh, 
This sounds interesting. <laughs> but you will see. I am going to end it there and we will get back with more goodies in the quick future. All right, who needs a little head? Oh, it's an old head. Trade paperback by Image. Space Jam meets Fright Night in this hilarious action horror as a former basketball star returns home to bury his mother only to learn her mysterious past, his destiny, and to find himself embroiled in a decades-long blood feud with actual Dracula. Sounds like a fun addition for the Weiss Vampire Collection. Wolverine fans, they got a 112 Collective Wolverine Deluxe Steel Box Edition by Mezco Toys. And from the screenshot, it looks like tons of different claws, tons of different weaponry. Uh, three, six, seven, I think there might be like eight heads all together in there. Yeah. Just wish they didn't have the yellow outfit, back outfit. Orcs in Space Trade pa- trade, trade Paperback, Volume 1, by Oni Press. Get ready to Halorp, Gore, Kravis, and Mongtar are just three orcs trying to survive while on the run from everything and everyone on their homeworld. When the naive bureaucrats from Starbleep land on the planet Muckball, the orcs unwittingly steal the most advanced ship in the fleet and blast into the dankest reaches of the outer Galacticon. After befriending the ship's AI, Dona, the gang must evade everything from pacifier-sucking bounty hunters to raucous Nightclubs to steampunk space rats to cosmos will never be the same thanks to the orcs in space. They always sound like an interesting little collaboration. I got Origins trade paperback by Boom Studios. Can Can humanity's last hope for salvation be the very person that destroyed it? 1,000 years after humans have gone extinct and artificial intelligence has taken over the world, a single man has brought back to life David Adams, the genius whose technology was responsible for the destruction of his species. Together with Chloe, his first creation, and the android that revived him, David fights against the AI overlords as he seeks to discover if humanity can or should have any kind of future. From acclaimed writer Clay McLeod Chapman. Flex uh, Origins number one to six. Don't know nothing about him. Don't really care no about being wiped out by the AI. <laughs> Orphan in the Five Beasts trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Spurred on by her master's dying words. The adopted warrior Orphan Mole seeks to find and kill five former disciples who now threaten the land with corruption from their demonic powers. Part Five Deadly Venoms and Part Surreal Grindhouse, 
James Stacole brings his knack for ultra-detailed fantasy imagery and over-the-top violence to this classic tale of revenge. This comic has a cool story with some amazing artwork, and I loved it. From Forces of the Geek. Or Forces of the Geek. And then we got Paradise Towers, Paradise Bound, number one of four by Cutaway Comics. Build high for happiness, an ice-hot science fiction adventure and sequel to the season 24 Doctor Who adventure. Years have passed since Krognon, the great architect, tried to wipe out the inhabitants of Paradise Towers. Paradise promises possibility. Now they prosper under the leadership of General Babylon and her soldiers. The residents want for nothing. They fear nothing. After all, in Paradise, what is there to fear? I didn't know it was a Doctor Who thingy. I know nothing about it. And we got Pennyworth number one. By DC Comics. Spanning the years between the hit TV show and today, Pennyworth tells the continuing adventures of Alfred Pennyworth as an MI6 counterintelligence agent, this time in Cold War era Soviet Russia, when Alfred and his partner receive intelligence that nuclear weapons are being re- being manufactured near the Arctic Circle. They're off to infiltrate the remote military base to learn more. But things don't go exactly as planned. And the ramifications of this mission may be more far-reaching than anyone could have guessed, as our present-day butler gets dragged back into his past. Basically, if you like James Bond, this one's for you, and we'll get back to you in the future. Okay, for your figure collection, we got Plunderlings, Feral Jadar, Lone Coconut LLC, and Plunderlings, Feral Zambone. Kind of unique looking characters. I have no idea what that's from. Can't help you there. A uh, series I wanted to check out. Now they got a trade paperback for them, so I can. They got Plunge Trade Paperback by DC Black Label coming out. It sounds like a pretty good story when it was reviewed on the Crispy Call Comic Club podcast. I believe Damon was reading that one. Then for the pop collectors, we got the pop Game of Thrones Dragon Iron Vinyl figure, which is pretty cool. They have other lots of other figures too, which I just, I just highlight certain ones that kind of catch my eyes. We got the pop Heroes Wonder Woman 80th Black Lantern Wonder Woman vinyl figure. It's cool with the black and white. Styling the black and gray. These, I mean, they're just going off the edge. They're just making a ton of money off some of the simplest things to do. We got pop figures, hot tamales, candy, vinyl figures. It's basically a box of candy with eyeballs, hands, and uh, or arms and legs connected to it. We got the Kraft Mac and Cheese pop box vinyl figure. We got the pop movies Space Jam Bugs Bunny. 
And the one I thought was the coolest, they got a variety of Space Jam ones, of course. The Pop Marvin the Martian Space Jam figure, I thought was the coolest looking of the ones. This guy's kind of neat. It's the Pop Movie Space Jam Wet Fire figure. And they have the Pop Movie Space Jam White Mamba figure. Uh, going back to the cereal boxes and food boxes, they got the Pop Post Fruity Pebbles cereal box and the Pop Pringles can. You got to definitely have. And of course, can't forget Pop White Castle slider <laughs> vinyl figure. <laughs> and then getting to some actual reading material, we got Underworld Volume 1 trade paperback. By Image Comics. 80s and Persephones. Persephones, I should say. Love Struck Misadventures. A classic tale of Greek mythology. But 100% more awkwardly relatable. Hades is the officious antisocial ruler of the underworld. Persephone, daughter of Demeter. Dem- Demeter, De- Demeter. Is an earth goddess of growing growth, and renewal. They've been crushing on each other for the past two centuries. But when a festival and a little liquid courage present an opportunity to put an end to their Olympian will-they-won't-they, a meddlesome pantheon, and several titanic misassumptions threaten to give every god in the sky the wrong impression and leaves their romance dead before it can bloom. And then going back to another figure, we got the Red Sonia 45th Anniversary Collector Statue by Frank Thorne, Berserker Variant, Black and White Edition by Dynamite Entertainment. Not a Red Sonia fan, but this is a pretty cool looking statue. And then the Red Sonia, the Superpowers run, they have in trade paperback now by Dynamite Entertainment. The Ren and Stimpy fans, they got the Ren and Stimpy Powdered Toast Man reaction figure with the little character with it. And you got the Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy uh, reaction figure and the Ren and Stimpy. Uh, they got one of each, one of Ren and one of Stimpy, of course. And then the Saga Aswan of Saga of the Swamp Thing box set. Can't speak anymore. A DC Black Label. So Swamp Thing's fans, you're going to want to jump on that. Then we got Second Chances, number one, by Image Comics. Second Chances Hotline. Call now and get your new identity. All you need is some cash, a proper referral, and a very good reason to start over. When LeBlanc... The man behind the hotline is approached by a shady figure from his past. He's forced to accept a new client who doesn't meet any of the requirements. A client with chemically induced amnesia in desperate need of protection. Up and coming writer Ricky Mamone and artist Max Bertolini are running into this. But it's an action packed, psychedelic. Well, it's psychedelic action packed, bizarre noir that feels like John Wick punch, punching through an existential French 
new wave fever fever dream okay we're just we're going downhill fast <laughs> and our tongue is twisting our stumbling over our lips and everything else okay we got shepherd path of souls number one by scout comics Black Caravan imprint. Uh, the transitioning place between this world and whatever comes next. While traveling, they stumble on a particular dis- district of the seam that functions a hospital of sorts for the souls of warriors who have died in combat. It appears that they have come to a peculiar, peculiar version of Operation Phantom Fury, the second battle of Fallujah, November 2004. But this is the afterlife, and things aren't always what they seem. Uh, yeah, obviously not. <laughs> uh, that one got me a little confused. We got Short Order Crooks by Oni Press. Rockwell Granger put his misspent life on the line in pursuit of cooking for a living. And it's not going well. In debt to the notorious Bardem brothers who control the Portland food cart scene with an iron fist. He struggles to make a profit and fights with the new customers he has. When the Bardems call in his marker and force him to track down a rogue food truck invading their turf, Rock has no choice left but to say yes. Meanwhile, Rock's tattoo tr- or tattoo taco truck has been invaded by his newest and only employee, Harper Marbury, who took backseat driving to a new level, replacing his menu with her vegetarian agenda. As Harper polishes her cooking skills, she's thrown into the chaotic food cart underground helping Rockwell on his morally gray mission for the Bardems. With two jobs on their plate, Rock and Harper will have to learn how to get along and even harder, how to cook together as they navigate a world of food pirates, evil hippies, and irate foodies before Rock gets 86 forever. Sounds like something new. Fun. Alright, we got Silence Full Stop, a graphic memoir by Street Noise Books. A breathtaking and gut-wrenchingly real graphic memoir of the struggles of an adolescent girl processing the trauma of childhood sexual assault. An immigrant at the age of six, she arrived in a strange new world. Serena was labeled different immediately and a desire to be invisible was born the different label expanded to weird and free terms that she fervently embraced taking society's critique owning it and taking pride in it she gained power over it in a life overshadowed by fear she wanted control if something was going to ruin her life it would be her and her alone. Sounds intriguing. And I'm getting attacked by a cat. We will get back to you in a bit. 
Okay, what are we going to buy next? We got Snelson Number 1 by Ahoy Comics. In the 1990s, edgy stand-up comic Melville Snelson had it all. But 25 years later, his jokes come off as tired and offensive. Desperate for a comeback, Snelson sets out on tour with a group of young, socially conscious comedians. Can a 90s has-been hit the big game, or is Snelson about to be canceled? A hilarious and definitely adult contemporary satire that mocks the dying breasts of white male entitlement from the writer of Ahoy's Planet of the Nerds. They're into doing all these different little comedy ones now. Well, comedians, because everybody's got to go out and be a comedian. I just... I don't know why you'd want to do a story about uh, the older style comedians that never change up their shows and keep doing the same old jokes. But might catch someone's ear. From the Good Smile Company, we got So I'm a Spider. So what? Kumoko, an android figure. It's a cool looking little spider figure for yourself. And then Sonic the Hedgehog fans, they got a movie gallery PVC statue of Sonic by Diamond Select. And South Park fans, we got a dead Kenny keychain, which is pretty messed up with Kenny all just basically chopped up and all bloodied. And then, of course, you got to have the Hartman Mooning keychain by Zen Monkey Studios. And Space Jam, of course, has to do a new legacy mystery minis blind mystery box since the movie's coming out. And there's a cool, it's that uh, baby blue, red, Spider-Man Legends, Webman, six-inch action figure. That older, that cool, I always like that color blue-red mix-up, but a Hasbro. And we have Spider-Man Life Story Annual Number 1 by Marvel Comics. A special forces, or a special forces, a special encore return to the world of Spider-Man life story. By yeah, basically it's the rehashing going into that storyline run that they did Spider-Man a while back. So, if you enjoyed that or missed out on it, now's your chance to check it out. Those wood art things they. I have a cool Spider-Man posing wood wall art from Open Road Media. And then we got another one shot coming out. It's Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider by Marvel Comics. She's like no ghost rider you've ever seen. She is Kashala, a sorceress supreme, a spirit of vengeance, and the savior of Johnny Blaze's soul. Blaze has been through a lot lately, from ascending the throne of hell to nearly murdering his former allies on the Avengers. But his nightmare is far from over. Something or someone is haunting him. Only a ghost rider with the powers of the Sorcerer Supreme can find out why. 
the dynamic writing duo. Uh, that one been struggling with Ghost Rider lately, but I wouldn't mind checking out how they're doing with this figure, this character. We have Saint Mercy number one by Image and Top Cow. New miniseries, mini A Tale of Vengeful Reg Retribution. Saint Mercy pits the Incan Empire against the American West and features two strong, determined young women who must defy authority and ultimately embrace their destiny. Mercedes Oro is one of the surviving descendants of the Incans who has been charged with protecting a cache of cursed gold used in their child sacrifice rituals. But when an outlaw tries to steal the gold for his band of thieves, he unknowingly sets events in motion that will unleash an angry god who is willing to travel through the centuries to have what he desires. I like could be an interesting storyline, but I won't be jumping on it right now. See where it goes. See if anybody else talks about it. Our track fans, if you want to pretend you're on the deck or whatever, they got Star Trek 24 piece enamel pin set coming out. And then we have Star Trek The Mirror War number zero from IDW Publishing. Get caught up with the Mirror Enterprise D. Before its crew, helmed by Jean-Luc Picard, faces new threats and challenges in the upcoming Mirror War event. Following the failure of the attempt to steal ships from the Prime Universe, Picard and the Mirror crew are called back to Earth to report to the Emperor personally, so long as they can survive the trip. Something for the Star Trek fans. And another painting canvas wall art that looks pretty cool is the Star Wars Boba Fett painting style. We've seen this image before. And they also have a Star Wars Mandalorian and Gro Grogu canvas wall out art, art there. Wall, wall art out there by Open Road Media. <laughs> Now we have Star Wars High Republic Adventures Monster of Temple Peak Number 1 by IDW Publishing. Follow former Jedi turned saber for hire monster hunter Ai Yorick in her first comic appearance in this all new High Republic miniseries by Kevin Scott and Rachel Stott. Ty is a brave yet superstitious monster hunter traversing the galaxy with KL03 and her trusty rune stones, fighting the deadliest monsters on any world after dealing with an escaped druin being transported to the Republic Fair. Ty heeds to Lareth, where local pioneers have tasked her with taking on the fearsome Gretelax that terrorizes them. She takes the mission, but can't shake the feeling that something is amiss with the Force. Some Star Wars stuff. We got another uh, one-shot 
Star Wars were the Bounty Hunters, Forlam, and Zookus. Number one. Zookus battles Forlam. War of the Bounty Hunters tie-in. Together, lethal droid Forlam and Grand Friendsman Zuckus make an unparalleled bounty hunting team. Yet, a brutal battle with Boba Fett has divided them. Lost and alone on the crime-infested streets of Nar Sada, Zuckus faces down an utterly transformed Forlam. But why is his old friend out for blood? The answers may lie in the past, from an early mission that helped forge their formidable partnership. I'd have to read those if you're run, reading this Bounty Hunters run for people that like Mortal Kombat. You got the Storm Collectibles, Mortal Kombat Kung Lao, one twelfth figure by Storm Collectibles. And Street Fighter fans, you have a Street Fighter Capcom figure builder, Con Lee, Con Lee model by Capcom. And then Street Fighter V3 pin book set is coming out by Icon Heroes. If you want to build up your pin collection. And we'll get back to you with more goodies soon. Okay, more goodies. Suicide Jockeys number one by Source Point Press. Ten years after a catastrophic mission gone wrong, Denver Wallace, leader of the Suicide Jockeys, a poor, usually drunken, almost certainly mentally ill crew of monster-fighting, tank and aircraft piloting suckers, must pick himself up off the power, up off the proverbial and literal floors, slap his estranged desperately fractured team back together and write what once went wrong. That's just the way they lay that out. It's kind of got my ear, but I'm going to have to wait and see. See what happens in the future before I jump on that right away. And then we got Suicide Squad has to have theirs. They're uh, Volume 6, 2021, Annual Number 1 by DC Comics. Everyone questioned how the teen calling himself Connor Kent came to be recruited into the Suicide Squad by Amanda Waller. But as Superboy sneaks into the bowels of a top-secret task force, ex-Black Sight, what he finds changes all he thinks he knows about himself and his history. Check that out if it interests you. It interested me with Suicide Squad until it talked about Robin and stuff. So I don't know if I'll check that one out right away. Yeah, Superman, um, Superman 78, number one. They're doing all these pullbacks, which is nice. It's by DC Comics. And... I am getting hunted and circled by a cat here. But fly into director Richard Donner, Superman once more in Superman 78. 
A bright, shining day in Metropolis is interrupted by a mysterious drone that crash lands in the city and starts wreaking havoc. This looks like a job for Superman, but where did the metallic menace come from? What is its purpose, and who is Brainiac? It's going back to the 1978-style Superman, so that could be fun. I can see checking those out. All those fallback things. We have Superman vs. Lobo number one by DC Black Label. What happens when an indomitable force meets an irritating object? That's what readers find out when Superman runs into Lobo. Think of it like a Boy Scout joining a biker game. What will be worse? The damage Lobo causes on his own or the chaos of trying to stop him. I smell a team up, fanboys. Superman destroys enough stuff himself, blaming Lobo for being the destructive. Jeez. All right, Tales of Terror Quarterly, Bachelorette Party, cover, well, cover, Xenoscope Entertainment. Over the centuries, it's become customary to celebrate the bride-to-be with one last crazy night, bidding farewell to her old life. But when a group of friends decides to honor the upcoming marriage of one of their own with a classic bachelorette party, things begin to unravel, and they quickly realize that some traditions are best left in the past. Always cool-looking covers, but yeah, it could be interesting what happens with these gals in a bachelorette party. Yeah, Tangled River Number One by It's Alive. Hmm, I wonder if yeah, it's never heard that name before, other than a podcast I used to listen to. I'm kind of curious, but okay. It's a heartfelt coming-of-age tale set against a science fiction backdrop. Tanya is an artistic teen living on a distant Earth colony where all technology has mysteriously stopped working. One day, she sees a mysterious object in the sky and finds herself thrown into an adventure that transforms her entire life. uh, Yeah, doesn't give you enough story. Kind of curious, interesting cover. Let's see. Techno Freak number one of three by American Mythology. Welcome to London 3026, Grimmest of Futures. Cybernetic implants have altered John Sherlock's consciousness and gift him with the ability to hack into any electronic system. But at a cost? He can feel the edges of his humanity collapsing. Technofreak is a combination of the best sci-fi and film noir. It's Blade Runner on acid, mixed with outrageous humor. A smash hit indie in the UK, now in the USA. That's right, the country that brought you Mary Poppins, James Bond, and Harry Potter now brings you Technofreak, along with his talking robot cat, Maurice. Things will never be the same again. Featuring a backup story written by comics legend Mike Carey. Technofreak 
It ain't Marvel, and it ain't PC. Hmm. Wish they'd give a cover picture, but some concept of what I'm looking for. Yeah, I might have to check that out. They have the House Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics, if you missed out on any of that. They have the Karate Kid Cobra Kai Logo Con exclusive enamel pin. If you like that Cobra Kai logo, you might as well get the pin. They have the Labyrinth hardcover by Image Comics. It's not the Labyrinth you're thinking of. It's uh, advanced solicit. Okay. It's a tense dark tale of rune and vengeance. Set among a stunning sci-fi apocalypse like you've never seen before. An eight-wheeled vehicle trundles across a barren landscape of ash and ruined buildings towards a lone bunker deep in the wilderness. Inside the vehicle are three passengers, two scientists, who plan to use the outpost as a home base for the study of world-ending phenomena, and a boy named Charlie. As the work unfolds, the isolation and claustrophobia of the compound threatens each member of the expedition with madness, forced to confront their own dark history and the struggles of the haves and have-nots. Members of the expedition find themselves hurtling towards ruin. Basically, it closed up, locked yourself up, stuck in a middle of nowhere, going insane story. All right, we got The Me You Love in the Dark, number one, by Image Comics. Okay, we got a brand new haunting tale. An artist named Roe retreats from the grind of the city to an old house in a small town to find solace and inspiration without realizing the muse within is not what she expected. Fans of Stephen King and Neil Gaiman will enjoy this beautiful, dark, disturbing story of discovery, love, and terror. If you like those artists, check it out, those writers. Uh, They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon, Giant Size Donatello, Order and scale figure from NECA, which I'm sure they'll come out with all the turtles and stuff. You got Tom and Jerry, fluffy puffy figure Jerry, and you have a fluffy puffy figure Tom from Band Presto. If you like the 16 ounce pint glasses, you get the Toon Tumblers Marvel Carnage pint glass, and they have a Venom pint glass, which are pretty cool looking. They also have the Toon Tumblers WandaVision Westview pint glass. Then the tops, they have the tops 2021 Star Wars Chrome Galaxy TC set of trading cards, which from tops that I'm thinking about jumping on because I'm hoping they'll still do limited prints because COVID's just ending, but we'll see. They have a Toxic Crusader Ultimates Radioactive Red Rage Toxie figure from Super 7 Media, which I'd love to have in my collection. We'll get back to more goodies. Coming up. All right. Trying to finish up the goodies that are coming out pretty soon. At Transformers King Grimlock, number one by IDW Publishing. 
King Grimlock begins. Grimlock, the beloved powerhouse, T-Rex with an attitude, and one of the strongest Cybertronians in existence, finds himself magically transported to a world of fantastical beasts and strange powers. In the savage world, where a strong rule with sword and iron, Grimlock finds a new opportunity to prove he's the strongest there is. But as Grimlock and the human barbarian, Arco will learn, sometimes brute strength isn't enough. Transformers fan, there's a new run starting out for you. And they also have Transformers Shattered Glass number one by IDW Publishing. Shattered Glass isn't your average Transformers tale. Shards is the story of the ongoing battle between the power-hungry Autobot autocrats and the freedom-fighting Decepticon laborers. Join author... Oh, yeah. So if you're interested in that battle, there's something for you to read. And then we got Trover's... Or Trover Saves the Universe Number 1 by Image. For fans of Rick and Morty and Mega Man, a new limited series filled with mystery, murder, and mayhem from fan-favorite author Tess Stone, set in the world of Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland's hit video game series, Trover Saves the Universe. So if you're following that at all, check it out. Get you some more information on the characters or whatever. Then we got Unbelievable Unteens from the World of Black Hammer, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. And this one, Unbelievable Unteens. We're the Unteens, an actual school of teenage misfit superheroes who battled supervillains under the lead of the mysterious Dr. Miles moniker. And if so, who who wiped their memories and why? As Jane's world is turned upside down and she learns the true nature of her identity, she discovers a sinister plot leading her to assemble a team she has suspected was purely fictional. An exciting reimagination of the Eisner Award-winning Black Hammer series. So if you enjoyed that series, here's something for you to check out. And then we got We Promised Utopia, number one by Literati Publishing. What if humanity saved the world today? only to destroy it tomorrow. Charismatic idealist Isabel Bari and her development of the equivalent carbon credit tied every element of the global economy to a carbon-based currency and changed wealth accumulation principles. The comic focuses on three separate eras of humanity, the rise of the ECC in present day, the establishment of the utopian world that adopted the ECC to create harmony between human civilization and nature, and a dystopian future after the mysterious collapse of the ECC. Interesting. Little Bitcoin book. <laughs> there you go. Winter Guard number one by Marvel Comics. Winter comes for the White Widow and the Red Guardian. Russia is cleaning house, and when the Red Guardian starts hunting down state secrets, he puts himself right back in his home country's crosshairs. 
dragging the White Widow along with him. But the Motherland has new heroes now, and not even the Red Room could have prepared Alexia and Yolanda, Yolanda for the Winter Guard's retribution. Bold twist and bombastic action abound. Sounds interesting. All right, we got Wolverine creating Marvel's legendary mutant by Insight Studios. So if you want to learn more about Wolverine or dive deeper into or get something that you love, check it out. And for the WWE fans, we have a special number five, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, and Natalia figure from Hero Collector. I don't know what the Natalia is. I don't see Natalia anywhere. I just see Jim. And he's tugging on his uh, chin piece like usual, but he doesn't have that goopy little grin, which I think they're missing out on. And one last thing here for this round of items to buy in the future is X-Men Trial of Magneto number one by Marvel Cop. The story that will shape Krakoa to its core, a horrific murder. A shocking revelation. A trial that will divide the new mutant nation. Leah Williams and Valerio Shiti bring you a new epic that threatens the reign of X and will upend the world of mutants. The truth is hidden. The danger is far from over and the trial has begun. So hopefully the humans are back. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't read any of the stuff, so I couldn't tell you really much shit. I was just disappointed when it, all these new runs started like a year or two ago. Hopefully, they're getting better, but we'll see. I'm sure some people will read some of these. But that's it for future goodies, and we'll have more for you again in another month or so. Talk to you later.